Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, Al-Aqibatu Al-Muttaqeen, Wassalatu Wassalamu Ala Ashrafil Anbiya'i Wal-Mursaleen, Sayyidina Muhammadin Wa Ala Alihi Wa Sahbihi Ajma'in, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Wa Qala Ta'ala, Wa'atasimu Bihablillahi Jami'an, Wala Tafarraqu, Sadaqallahu Al-Azim, Wa Sadaqa Rasuluhu Al-Nabi Al-Kareem, Wa Nahnu Ala Thalika Min Al-Shahideen, Wa Al-Shakirin, Wa Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Respected elders, brothers, sisters, and our beloved children. We praise and we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all his favors and bounties. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to shower his special mercies and blessings on our gathering here and on the Ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Respected elders, brothers, sisters, I've recited to you a verse where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is addressing us very strongly and firmly to be united and not divided. It is said that we find that in every community, in every culture, in every family, you find that we always have division at different levels. But it is a time when we as Muslims, as the Muslim Ummah, when we look at the international failure and the global failure, is that we as the Muslim Ummah, we are not united. We are not united. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala beautifully mentions and hold firmly to the rope of Allah all together. Not just one, not just a particular person or family and do not become divided and do not become divided and what do we see we got a lot of divisions among ourselves as Muslims and then we are also facing the elections and division upon division and we're looking for an answer and a solution we all looking at this for an answer when we look at the elections and every day you hear there's a debate and every year there's challenges, I'm right and you are wrong. And adults, we are not talking about children. These are the future leaders of our country. But we are leaders in our homes. We are leaders in our homes. Look at our failures amongst ourselves in our own homes. Look at our failures amongst our families. And we want to build the structure because we're always looking at the next person. We're always looking at what other uh, people are doing, but we're not assessing ourselves. So that division that we speak about in this very country, in the United Kingdom, we've got the elections. Everybody's mind, focus, Discussions, wherever you are, you're on the trains, you're on the buses, you're at work. You have to choose your words correctly so that you don't get into a fight. 
And then you have your attack as Muslims. As Muslims, we have the strongest attack wherever we go in the world. Islamophobia. They look at you with the beard now, it's become a fashion. They look at you with a taupe. They look at you, you got an Islamic dress. So where is our failure? Why are we failing as Muslims? Why are we failing? It's a big question. And that answer lies with everyone in their own homes. How just are we in our own homes with our wives and our children? Ask yourself that question. How just are you at work? And how just are you when it comes to serving your community by and large? So we need to create that uniform, uniformity amongst us as Muslims, Ummah, because there are too many questions to be answered. Now it's too late to go and say, I need to vote. But the voting is not about, I need to vote because so and so. You need to look at the values, you need to look at what do they deliver for us as a Muslim Ummah. Let's just reflect, how fortunate are we in this country? We have a structured masjid standing here. Alhamdulillah. We are praying freely. You agree? You go to the airport, they've created a salah facility for us. You go on the motorway, at various stops, there are salah facilities for us. And then we come to the question about whether it's going to be halal for us to vote or not, that's another question on its own. You've got people who are ruling that it is haram. But we're living in this country, we have a right to vote. Then when we look at, we as the Muslims, we as the Muslim Ummah, and the, and, and the communities of UK, by and large, we are divided from one masjid to another, one imam to another, one committee to another. So we need to close that gap, my respected elders, brothers, sisters. We need to share what are the good values that each one holds individually. And your contribution, if we take 20 people sitting here and we give 20 good points, at the end of it, it will be positive. But if we amongst ourselves stand there out there and be negative and give 20 negative points, we have a negative answer. So we need to build that positiveness in who? In our generations to come. And to remove that hatred. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions وَتَعَاوَنُوا عَلَى الْبِرِّ وَالتَّقْوَى وَلَا تَعَاوَنُوا عَلَى الْإِثْمَ الْعُدْوَانِ وَالتَّقُوا اللَّهِ إِنَّ اللَّهِ شَدِيرُ الْإِقَابِ But we're just going to say of him, help you one another in virtue, in doing good, righteousness and piety, but do not help one another in sin and transgression. We won't become successful in that way, my respected elders, brothers. We have the best opportunities, the best universities, the best jobs in this country. And you have top Muslim businessmen. Yet we don't want to move forward with our thinking, our vision. And through this vision that we have 
in, 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 in a positive way, we will gain success through it. The Prophet said, about Abu Hurairah narrated that the Prophet said, the signs of a hypocrite are three. The signs of a hypocrite are three. Whenever he speaks, he tells a lie. Whenever he speaks, he tells a lie. So you'll have someone knocking on your door and trying to say to you and sell you an idea and a vision. But you need to do your own research. I'm just going to go back to 1993. I was in South Africa at that time. And a prominent uh, uh, president that was known to everyone is Mandela. In 1990, he came out of prison. He spent 27 years there. 1993, he was elected as the president of South Africa. Prior to the elections, everybody had fear. And what fear? That we don't know what's going to happen to us as the Asian community, Muslim community. What's going to happen to us? We didn't have any powers. So what did they do then? The Muslim community by and large through the entire country. The supermarket shelves were empty. Thinking that there's, no, there's, there's going to be no food. People were stocking up piles. And then they made an announcement that all the massages throughout the entire country. They started reading Surah Yasin. They started making dua every day without fail prior to the elections. So we have something, my respected elders, brothers, sisters. What do we have? We've got those two hands to raise. And ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to put the right people so that we are protected as a Muslim ummah in this country. And they serve us. Because we have every opportunity. So when they speak, Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, whenever a person speaks, he tells lies. Whenever he promises, he breaks his promise. He doesn't honor the promise. Even this when the first point, you'll notice with our children, what we tend not, what we don't realize is as parents, we don't build the love in our children, we build fear in our children. So when that child comes home, and if they did something wrong, they'll tell you a lie and you will believe it. They will tell you a lie and you will believe it, and after a few days you realize that they were speaking a lie. Likewise, even at work. You get late to work because you left home late, and who do you blame? Put the blame on the trains, on the buses. We are lying. Isn't it a category of lie? That is what I'm referring to, the fear of Allah we need to have instilled in us at all given times. And that lie will be so sweet to that person. Oh, sorry, the buses were late or the trains were late. And then our promises 
I promise I won't do it again. You'll uh, tell your manager, your boss, your line manager. I won't do it again. Next time I won't do it. You don't have to say promise. You just say it. I won't do it again. It's like a promise. Because that person is putting trust in the words coming out of your mouth. And then if you trust him, he proves to be dishonest. So you leave some amana with somebody. You leave something with somebody. And it's a very common problem we face many a times. When people leave something with someone, whether it's a small amount of money, and then come back, oh, you know, I, I, I left some money with you. What are you talking about? I've heard this from people around us. They tell you, what are you talking about? What money are you talking about? You didn't sign anything, but you had a verbal agreement. Trust. I trust this person. I trust you're going to do this for me. So these are things, my respected elders, we need to remember that we need to have trust. And it's a key word. And we are failing. These are the things that contribute to our failure of society. Speaking lies, breaking a promise, and trust. We can't trust anymore anybody. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us the understanding, to keep us guided, to keep us protected at all times. And give us a vision that we take the teachings of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa we take the verses of the Quran, and we establish what we call is unity amongst us. We have to begin here first. We have to start in the house of Allah and in our homes. And when you walk out there, then you will see the success of it. But if you want to see that failure, then you will, if you apply those three things that I said to you, when you speak, you speak lies, you tell lies openly. It doesn't, it, it has no impact on the heart at all. Whether it's to the spouse, husband and wife, or the children, or at school, or at work. So we have next week an important day for us. And I humbly request you all, really deep down your hearts, the least, if you haven't voted, that's fine. But the next time, make sure that you make that effort. Put your name down so we have recognition as, a Muslim, as Muslims in this country. The second thing is, take out personal time and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bring goodness for us in this country. For the Muslims, our challenges are getting greater and greater every day. And we can bring the change if we within ourselves change. You can't go and preach something when you haven't changed. You can't tell someone you do this, that, and the other, but you haven't done it yourself. And this connection all boils down to, comes down to your connection with Allah and building your piety and ask Allah to bring goodness. We've seen the history of the Prophet when he migrated to Medina to Munawwara, he was fair, just, even to the non-Muslims. Not to the Muslims, to the non-Muslims, to the non-believers. So we take lessons from that. We as believers, we should offer it to others what we have within ourselves. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept whatever I have said and keep us guided and protected. Alhamdulillah. 
الحمد لله القائل قد أفلح من زكاها وقد خاب من دساها ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد فيا أيها الناس أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله فقد فاز المتقون All praises are due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the most kind, the most merciful. We testify that there is none worthy of worship besides Allah, and we testify that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the messenger of Allah. Respected elders, brothers, sisters, and our beloved children, let me begin where once a Bedouin approached the Prophet وسلم, and asked him on the best form of hijrah, immigration, one may conduct. And Rasulullah replied and he said, Antahjura ma kariha rabbuka azza wa jal. To immigrate from that which Allah disapproves, which Allah dislikes. And when we look at this beautiful hadith, it describes that we should be leaving behind bad habits and refraining from actions which are disliked by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we have to make this noble effort which is highly encouraged. Remember every step that you take to better yourselves develop your character and as true believers is seen as a noble deed in Islam. Let us reflect upon the verses of the Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions He has succeeded who purifies it. That means he has succeeded who purifies his soul and he has failed who instills it and he corrupts his soul. So this, this is very clearly where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is mentioning to us. That we need to purify ourselves. And if we leave it the way it is, then we will corrupt ourselves. And then we look at ourselves when we're developing. It is mentioned that leave behind your bad habits. Because we now need to carry forward. What are you carrying forward? Your character, your way of life, your deen. You have two things that you take with you all the time. is the Quran and the teachings of the Prophet And if we leave behind our bad habits and we develop ourselves to become better Muslims, then surely we will succeed together. But if we fail and a certain part or certain percentage of the Muslim community only develops themselves and leaving those that contaminate or become corrupted of which they need help to change and to become better people. We always have a vision and a mission for ourselves. Remember that the road to success will surely be riddled with various hurdles and challenges. It's not easy, my respected elders, brothers, sisters, and our beloved children. Our challenges are great, greater every day. 
And the road is never smooth. We will find it at times we have to cross these certain hurdles. And when we take these challenges on, we need to see what is it that I can bring the change when I have this challenge and not radicalize the mind when, you, when, when we refer to these challenges, especially referring to our youth and our younger children. The year has gone by, my respected elders, brothers, sisters. You may have set certain targets in the beginning of the year and now we have come right to the end of the year and you will say to yourself, I needed to achieve these goals and out of those goals, you may have had a few that were successful and a few that were a failure. Those that were a failure, Allah has chosen it to be a failure. Don't be disheartened by those failures, but reflect rather and say, why, are the, why did those failures take place that I can change it and for the coming years and, and, and become a better person regarding those failures? Never give up easily, my respected elders. Every day of our lives, we have these challenges, but don't give up. Don't give up. You become stronger and stronger. You turn to your creator. You ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you will see that your journey will become positive. And don't let your spirit weaken you easily. Don't feel weakened that, you know, I, I didn't achieve this or I want to do this, but it wasn't meant for me. It wasn't meant for you, but look at something that is more positive. How beautifully Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions to us in the verse, uh, For indeed, what hardship will be is, and it wasn't mentioned once, it was mentioned twice. For indeed, indeed, what hardship will be is, nobody can have the same pattern all the time. Nobody can have that same hardship all the time. Allah changes it for that person. The change only comes when Allah is ready to change. When you have asked sincerely deep down your heart a few things, we need to continuously make istighfar, continuously to uh, make salah to tawbah, and reflect upon our actions that we need to change within ourselves. And then... When you, stand, when you have finished your duties and stand up for worship, so important, my respected elders, we all have a duty, different duties, but let's not make, again, yeah, for indeed what hardship will be is, and then when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala beautifully says, when you have finished your duties, then stand up for worship, stand up in your salah, that is your best communication, there's no other communication for us, Stand up in your salah. That is the highest power we have, my respected elders, is the communication through salah. Respected elders, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us strive uh, to become better people and to keep us guided and strive on the journey that will make us successful as the Muslim ummah and let us not become failures in our society and, 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 and we take on these challenges on a day-to-day -day basis with a positive with a positive thinking and positive uh, result, then you will find the goodness for you, your family, and your society. Do not get drawn in negative influences as it will hold us back from developing ourselves. Wallahu ta'ala yaqul wa biqawlihi yahtadin muhtadun wa idha qurya al-Qur'anu fastami'u lahu wa nsitu la'allakum turhamun a'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajim bismillahirrahmanirrahim wal'asr inna al-insana lafi khusr 
illa alladhina amanu wa amilu salihat wa tawasaw bilhaqqi wa tawasaw bilsabr barakallahu lana wa lakum fil quranil azim wa nafa'na wa iyyakum bil ayati wa dhikril hakim aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullahal azim li wa lakum wa li sa'iril muslimin fastaghfiruh innahu huwal ghafurur rahim Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, nahmadu wa nasta'in wa nasta'ufiru wa nu'minu bihi wa natawakkalu alayhi wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyati amalina man yahdihillahu falamudhillala wa man yudhilu falahadiyalah wa nashadu an la ilaha ibn Allah wahdahu la sharika lah wa nashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh amma ba'd fa'udhu billahi ibn shaytanir rajim bismillahirrahmanirrahim inna allahu wa malaikatahum yusalluna ala nabi ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima allahumma salli ala sayyidina muhammadin abduhu wa rasulik wa salli ala al-mu'minin wa al-mu'minat wa al-muslimin wa al-muslimat wa barik ala muhammadin wa al-zwajihi wa dhurriyati qala al-nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam arhamu ummati bi ummati Abu Bakr radhi Allah ta'ala an wa ashaddum fi yamri la Umar radhi Allah ta'ala an wa asdaqum hayyan Uthman radhi Allah ta'ala an wa aqadahum Ali radhi Allah ta'ala an wa fatimatu sayyidatun say ahli jannah radhi Allah ta'ala anha وحمزه اسد الله واسد رسوله اللهم اغفر لنا وللمؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات اللهم انصر الاسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر الاسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر الاسلام والمسلمين اللهم اعز الاسلام والمسلمين اللهم توفنا مسلمين والحقنا بالصالحين يا ارحم الراحمين اللهم انك عفو كريم رحيم تحب العفو فاعف عنا يا كريم يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مصرف القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على طاعتك لا اله الا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نسالك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمه من كل بر والسلامه من كل اثم لا تدع لنا ذنبا الا غفرته ولا هما الا فرجته ولا كربا الا نفذته ولا مريضا الا شفيته ولا حاجه هي لك رضا الا قضيتها يا ارحم الراحمين اللهم اغفر لنا وللمؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات الاحياء منهم والاموات انك سميع قريب مجيب دعوات رب العالمين ربنا تقبل منا انك انت السميع العليم وبعلينا انك انت التواب الرحيم ان الله يامر بالعدل والاحسان وايتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيذكم لعلكم تذكرون واذكروا الله العلي العظيم يذكركم ويدعوه يستجيب لكم ولا ذكر الله اكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون والسلام